the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And truth. This is the new Freedom 1570. KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The European Union has condemned President Trump's decision to restrict travel from Europe to the United States. Those restrictions due to COVID-19 would hit 26 European nations but don't apply to the United Kingdom. The president addressing the nation says although this is not a financial crisis, he is taking emergency action to aid the economy. I am instructing the Small Business Administration to exercise available authority to provide capital and liquidity to firms affected by the coronavirus. Effective immediately, the SBA will begin providing economic loans in affected states and territories. The president addressed the nation from the Oval Office last night. News that a Utah jazz player tested positive for the coronavirus has led to the suspension of the NBA season and prompted members of other teams to go into quarantine. The Washington Wizards say their players, coaches, and basketball operations personnel will self-quarantine for the next three to four days. The Wizards played at the Utah Jazz on February 29th. Now it's being reported that a second jazz player has tested positive. Also at townhall.com, Saudi Arabia intensified its fight with Russia over the production cuts it wanted in a bid to halt tumbling oil prices. Benchmark U.S. crude is down almost 50% this year, and its most severe decline since the economic crisis is happening this week. On Wednesday, Saudi's state-owned Aramco said it would increase production capacity to 13 million barrels per day, up from 12 million per day. It hopes to make it more painful for oil-producing countries to continue without production cuts. Correspondent Ken Lorman on Wall Street. Stocks are lower, sharply lower today. Again, uh, the Dow is down just over 2,000 points. More on these stories at townhall.com. Gold. It's soaring. Are you missing it? If you have an IRA or 401k, you probably are. Less than 1% hold physical gold. We've been told by Wall Street it's for crazy people. Really? What's crazy about an asset that beats stocks two to one? I'm Adam Barada, national best-selling author of the book Gold is a Better Way, owner of Advantage Gold, an Inc. 5000 member, and highest-rated gold IRA firm in the world. Gold is booming because gold is really about debt, and global debt is a pandemic. If you have an IRA or 401k, I want to give you my book for free. That's right, free. Text GOLD to 49776. That's the word GOLD to 49776. Learn why gold will outperform pumped-up stocks from this point forward. Turn your IRA into a wealth growth machine. Text the word GOLD to 49776. It's time to stop being crazy. Text GOLD to 49776. Ringing liberty and truth. We're Freedom 1570. I'm Lee Michaels. For today, mostly cloudy, mid-40s, partly cloudy, 28 tonight. You'll see that little sprinkle right to the shower. A little breezy uh, today as well, but we'll see sunshine. But cooler temps tomorrow with a high near 38. Like It Matters Radio with Mr. Black coming your way next, followed by The Dana Show with Dana Lash in the noon hour here on Freedom 1570. This coming November, you'll have a chance to make a difference. If you vote, you can save the country from the crazies on the left. You know, the ones that want to ruin the economy and turn America into a socialist utopia. Like, that will never work. But it all starts with one simple act. Make sure you're registered to vote. If you aren't, well, you're part of the problem. If you vote and you make smart decisions, you'll do more than make a difference. You'll save the country. Freedom 1570. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. 
You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the kingdom builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you and he loves his new roof. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Your life changes for the better when you live each day like it matters. Positive focus, healthier relationships, and breaking free from trauma that's held you back. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And boy, oh boy, as leaders, we're supposed to be hope peddlers. So I'm going to tell everybody right now, let's take a nice, slow, deep breath in through the nose. And in your head, say, I am, and then exhale through the mouth. (laughs) Relaxed. You know, you might think that's I see John laughing over there in the booth, but I do that all the time with people because people start panicking. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Today's title is going to be In Control because I'll tell you what, when we, uh, when we don't believe we're in control, a whole bunch of stuff happens. whole bunch of stuff happens. We start panicking. Uh, fear kicks in and panic. And uh, I mean, look what's going on in the world. I'm looking at the stock market down 2,100 points. Uh, again, that would be the uh, biggest point drop ever. Uh, the NBA suspending their season. Uh, NCAA March Madness. I mean, they're shutting down travel. Uh, we just put a travel ban on uh, uh, people coming from Europe, uh, European Union, I should say, because the uh, U.K. will have a different agreement with. But I, I just want you to think there's a lot going on around us. And so I want to focus, give you some power. Remember to Dr. Viktor Frankl, between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. In that space, there is our power. There is our freedom. The Constitution says we have inalienable rights. Uh, what that means is those rights come from God. And so Stephen Covey, uh, bless his soul, he's not with us anymore, uh, he had something when he did The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, probably one of the uh, best-selling self-help books of all time. Good book. Um, He would talk about the circles, the circle of concern and the circle of control, circle of influence. He calls it, a lot of people call it different things, but the circle of influence, it, it means things that you can influence. In other words, things that you have some control over. And so you you realize that we all have these two circles, things that worry us, bother us, concern us, the things we don't like, whatever it is. And then we have this other circle called circle of things we can control, we can influence, we can impact. And if you put those two circles apart from each other, what size would you make them? I mean, which one of those is bigger? And you got to believe that it's the circle of worry, right? The circle of fear, the circle of doubt, the seek, all those things. And can I tell you, uh, I turned 55 this year, and over my lifetime, as I get older, can, I'm just going to be blunt with you, the circle of, of control gets smaller and smaller. I'm just going to be honest with you. And it's not that it's really changing. It's just I'm actually really seeing its true size. That's what's going on. And I'm going to tell you right now, uh, we need to focus on those things we can control. Uh, and that's what I'm going to talk about today because there are some things that we can control. You know, the all these little success sayings, right? I used to love successories. You'd buy all these big posters and pictures with all these beautiful quotes, these what I call T-shirt quotes with beautiful pictures. And there was lots of them, you know, a success, you know, a ship, a, a sailing ship on rocky waters and says, you can't control the wind, but you can adjust your sails. And then I've heard this one, you can't control what cards life has dealt you, 
but you can control how you play those cards. And by the way, I grew up in Vegas. So very apropos for Vegas, right? You can't control what cards life has dealt you, right? But you can control how you play those cards. And this is one of my favorite ones, and this is one I really want to park on today. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control what happens in you. And so I want to be blunt with you. And this is not political. This is just leadership. You know, there's a lot of things Donald Trump does that I wish he didn't do. He's got a thin skin. He lets his enemies uh, get under his skin. Uh, I don't like all the tweets. I, I wish he'd be a little kinder to people. Got all that. I'm a Trump supporter. Uh, I voted for him. I will vote for him again. Where else am I going to go? Uh, he supports my faith. Uh, he believes in the word of God. He's a flawed, broken man. He's done things I'm ashamed of, not proud of, and neither is he. Uh, but let's be honest. Uh, one thing I like about Donald Trump, he's a, he's a leader. I teach leadership. He focuses on what he can control. Uh, and that's why he knows he can't control the press because the press is part of the Democratic Party and they're going to trash him. Why do you think he tweets? I wish he didn't tweet. I've never done a tweet. Just like, no, I'm not part of the Twitter universe. I just don't believe in that hateful uh, uh, media, if you, medium, if you will. But, you know, he can control that. He can tweet out what he really believes, even though I believe sometimes he shouldn't. <laughs> but he does because he can control that. When this whole coronavirus thing happened, he shut down trial from China. Why? Because that's where the disease started, and he was ripped apart. And now last night on a speech, he said, we're cutting down travel. We're going to ban travel for 30 days from the European Union because they didn't ban travel from China. And so all these people came back from China through the EU and then flew in to America. And now these little beds are spreading around, and part of that is due because we allow people in. And by the way, can I suggest right now that this liberal uh, utopia, that this whole democratic utopia of globalization should be dead? It should be dead. Why are we dependent on China for our medicine? Why are we dependent on China uh, for the basics of our manufacturing? I mean, that's just crazy. America should be self-dependent. We still serve the world. We still love the world. We still are the shining light on the hill. Uh, we still send out 90% of all money to missionary trips come from America. But America needs to be more self-dependent. And yet this liberal utopia, and you watch all the funny shows and at 11 o'clock and all the news, and we, we are the world. No, we're not. We're America. And we don't need to, to not love on the world and not serve the world. But we do not need to be dependent on the world. I mean, we need to focus on those things we control. We should be able to control our own medicine. We should be able to control our own manufacturing. If the, there's a pandemic in China, that should not cause our stock market, stock market to lose 10,000 points and billions and trillions of dollars being lost. Globalism needs to be dead. It doesn't work. It's not right. For, for 200 years, the majority of the world has wanted to be like America. We set the standard. And now, since a little bit before Obama, we started wanting to become like the world. And now here we are in a mess. Something happens in China, and then all heck breaks loose uh, in America. That should not be the case. And so I don't care if you like Trump or not. I don't care if you think abortion is the most important thing in the world. We need to realize that the globalization, this is what the cause of globalization is. Something happens in one part of the world and America shuts down. Our travel industry, the NBA, uh, college basketball. I got clients now saying that their company put on a travel-wide ban and so they can't come to class. That will change their life. That will save their marriage. That will get them out of depression. Why? Because we are the world. So at some point, we need to take a look at what we control. Matter of fact, uh, I'm not an alcoholic, never been to an AA meeting, but Alcoholics Anonymous uh, is one of the, uh, has helped millions and millions of people get off alcohol. And there's 12 steps. They call it 12-step program. Do you know the first three steps all have to do with control? Number one, we admitted we are powerless over alcohol, that our lives have become unmanageable. So I realized that we're in control of that. Number two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Again, going to where the real control is. And then number three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. It's all about control. And we got to focus in on those things we control. And today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to focus in on those things that we can control. Because focusing on things that we can't control makes no sense at all. Remember the serenity prayer? 
Uh, it was written by a theologian, Reinhold uh, Niebauer, I think his name, Niebuhr. says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to remind you of what we can control. There are a lot of things we can't control. But boy, there are many things that we can. And as a leader, we need to put all of our focus 100% on those things we can control. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. What you say to Americans who are concerned that you're not taking this seriously enough, and that some of your statements don't match what your health experts are saying. That's CNN, fake news. Go ahead. Thank you very much. Attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it. Belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Batteries, batteries, batteries for cars, trucks, snowmobiles, toys, skid loaders, you name it, they've got the right battery for you. Full service for all your battery needs. Call 651-460-2360 or visit FullServiceBattery.com. That's FullServiceBattery.com. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. Blue Ox Heating and Air, legendary service, install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care. Here's another legendary buy one, get one free offer from Blue Ox Heating and Air. Purchase a high-efficiency furnace to stay warm this winter, and you get a free air conditioner to stay cool during the Minnesota summers. Some restrictions apply. To get full details on this legendary buy a furnace, get an AC unit free offer, certain restrictions apply, visit GoBlueOx.com. I've been to training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my Ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My my heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Uh, market drops five points. I'm glad my money's tied up in hay. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And today, I'm just saying, let's take a couple deep breaths. Let's breathe in. I am. And let's exhale. Relax. You know, our state of mind is dictated by the chemicals our body releases. We feel things based on those chemicals. And three things uh, make up the way we feel our state of mind, what we're thinking about, our breathing, uh, and our physiology, specifically our eye placement in relation to said physiology, if you know neurolinguistic programming. And so uh, we got to focus in on those things that we can control. Because when we don't have control, we panic. I mean, look what's going on around the world. Norway shut down its country. You know, I just read that on Drudge. Uh, Norway shuts down country. No one's allowed in. 
you know, I mean, it's uh, I don't think we're going to call them racist. They just don't want the affection. And that's what the president has done. But I want you to know um, this is just interesting because you got to be careful. This one thing I teach you is about remember, there's three pieces, inspiration, education and application. And remember, whenever I talk about education, I'm always using Einstein's definition. He said, education is not the learning of mere facts. Uh, it is the teaching your mind to process, to think. And so I want you to be aware we are unconscious creatures. Remember, we only use 3 to 5% of our brain consciously. A majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level. We go through life and we miss things all the time right in front of us. But we don't see them. We don't hear them. We don't experience them. You know, that's why I tell people most people are deaf, numb, and blind. There's an N there, not a D. Deaf, numb, with an N, and blind. I mean, we can physically do things, but there's got to be a will to go beyond that. See, we can physically look at each other, right? We have the ability of sight. But to see another person means you got to look into their soul. means you got to quit judging them. So we look at people all the time, but we're so busy judging people. We're so busy wrapped up in our own world. We don't see people all the time. We miss hurting people. Uh, we, we miss opportunities to serve, to save. And right now you're all hearing me. Uh, the tympanic ma- membrane's vibrating. You have the ability to physically hear. But I'm going to tell you right now, I've learned over the years that most people don't listen to each other at all. You know, they're so busy, ready to retort, rebut, refute uh, that they're just waiting for the other person to stop talking so they can speak up. That's one thing as an interviewer. I want to be a better interviewer. And I've listened to some people and I like Sean Handy, but boy, he is one of the worst interviewers ever. It's, he talks all the time, all the time about himself. Uh, my wife said he, she heard an interview, I think it was with Sean Hannity, and he interviewed his wife or something. And uh, Oh, no, it was one of my uh, pastors I listened to. And he, uh, and he was talking about his wife and interviewed his wife, but he talked all the time. He would ask his wife a question and then basically go in and answer it, and it was all about him. Stop it. Yeah, it was silly. So we hear, but we don't listen. And right now you all could be touching something, your leg, a, a book, a steering wheel, uh, a computer mouse, whatever it is. But let's be honest, most people stopped feeling a long time ago, of feeling anything but dis- disappointment, anger, angst, right? And so that's why I teach emotional intelligence. I teach all this stuff. If you go to my uh, website, uh, likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net, I do leadership training where I teach people how they work. And in two and a half days, you will learn more about how you work. Why does that matter? Because we were made to run on autopilot, but we can get out of the pasture seat and get in the driver's seat and run more effectively. Remember, Rahm Emanuel, you know, Obama's chief of staff said, never let a crisis go to waste. If you want to study what a lot of people on the political left, uh, the liberals, uh, Democrats, I mean, uh, Hillary Clinton worked with this guy. Barack Obama studied his manual. Saul Alinsky. Look at Saul Alinsky. It's called Rules for Radical. And it's psychology of rules for radicals, how you get under someone's skin, how you cause a revolution, how you become a community uh, disorganizer. They call them community organizers. They're really community agitators because they find uh, a problem and they create a crisis out of it. uh, And then that crisis causes people to give up freedoms, right? And by the way, it goes way back before Rahm Emanuel. Uh, When you get a chance and you're in front of a computer, just Google the Cloward-Piven strategy. C-L-O-W-A-R-D-P-I-V-E-N strategy. It's a political strategy outlined in 1966 by American sociologist and political activist Richard Cloward and Francis Fox Piven that called for overloading the U.S. public welfare system in order to precipitate a crisis that would lead to replacement of the welfare system with a socialist system of guaranteed annual income and thus an end to poverty. Again, good intentions. The road to hell is paved with good intentions, right? So it's always been that way. And so I want you to know, these are psychological things. Madison Avenue understands this. That's why I study eschatology. I study the Word of God. I study the Bible and how things are going to wrap up in the end days. And uh, true, uh, you can Google this as well. I saw an article, I think it was today, O.J. Simpson 
is disinfecting all his money. <laughs> so he's got his dollar bills laid out. I saw this picture. Got his dollar bills laid out, and he's spraying. He's got a mask on and gloves on, and he's spraying them. Now, now I just want you to think about this. I make light of that because I don't want to get too serious because people are already panicking. But I want you to think about that's the case. Now, here's this coronavirus where we have to separate. Uh, remember yesterday we had Lucina uh, from uh, 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 Italy on with us? Well, she texted me this morning, and she blew up her my phone. She said, this is crazy. We now need to carry our forms, our street passes, whether we're going for a walk, a bike ride, or in our cars. The police are actively checking anyone who's in the streets. Uh, and then she goes on and says some things. And then she says in about five minutes later, and I just found out they are even limiting walks. So we're getting the point of being housebound, grocery store and back, work and back, doctor and back. That's apparently the new law of last night. And she says, I'm sorry to have blown up your phone, but we just got a major update on further restrictions. We can no longer see anyone except our immediate family. No gathering of friends, nothing. My husband and I cannot travel or go grocery shopping together either. Activities are restricted to one person only. Only grocery stores and pharmacies are open. Stunning. And then she says that she just got word uh, that her friends in Canada, some friends of mine said that the news is telling them that they expect 70% of Germans to be infected in the near future. She said, say what? How could anyone possibly know that Germany isn't even in the red zone? And then she said that they are saying uh, they're turning away older people from the hospitals. Over 65, they're saying they're not actually letting them go in the hospitals. And she goes, that's crazy because they're the ones that are, are more susceptible. And so I want you to think about this, knowing eschatology, knowing the end times, you know, what would cause us to go to a cashless society? Think about O.J. Simpson spraying his money. People are afraid to touch money. So now we go to a cashless system in all just to protect ourselves so we don't get germs. Uh, and then you don't want to use a credit card because you still have to touch that card and then someone else touches the card and you have to touch the machine. So why don't we just put a little scanner in the right hand or a little scanner on the forehead. That way you can keep that distance. Remember, social distancing is really important right now. So, and, and by the way, check it out. Amazon, I think it was Amazon that just opened a store with no human beings working. It's the massive scan system. You have to check in. You have an account with them. And then whatever you put on your person, when you walk through the scanner, it deducts it from your account. You don't have to take each item out. I saw it on the web a year and a half ago. You can Google this. There's a guy in a grocery store with a big overcoat on. And he's walking through and he's opening his overcoat, looking over his shoulder, and then stuffing stuff in his overcoat. And man, it looks like he's stealing. And then you can see in the corner, the security guard kind of watched him. He's keeping in the back, but kind of watching him in this whole thing. And this guy stuffing his overcoat full of stuff. And then he goes to walk out. He looks around. He goes to walk out. And he walks through these big, uh, this big bar. I don't know. It's, kinda, it's like a checkup bar, like an anti-metal detector. And all of a sudden, an alarm goes off, and the security guard runs up, and the guy stops in his tracks. And the security guard uh, holds up something. He says, you forgot your receipt. Don't you get it? When he walked through that bar, it scanned everything that he had on him at the same time. I saw it about a year ago. Stunning. And now, here we are. Google Amazon opened a store. That's exactly how it works. So don't you see how things happen? You know, Whitney Houston, who's been dead for a while, is on concert in where? In Las Vegas. Yeah. She's in concert. Yep. Uh, Ronald Reagan's giving speeches in his library. And, boy, if you didn't go up and touch that, you'd swear it was Ronald Reagan. A friend of mine, Rick Heipel, he said he went to see the Call of the Wild. The Call of the Wild. And you know that dog? I've seen the, com the previews. The dog's not real. It's all computer generated. And that dog looks as real as I would look if you saw me. Stunning. And so this is why what happens in a crisis, we give up a right September 11th. Anybody remember that? Anybody remember that? How many rights have we given up because of that crisis in order to protect ourselves? And you don't see how this thing can be the same thing. That's why we got to focus on what we can control. And today I want to go in depth on what we can control. Because as leaders, we got to focus on the circle of control. There's a lot of things in this world that bother me, man. I wake up sometimes in a funk because I, I walk in people's stuff. Tonight I'll be going to a class, and I, I have a guy, a young man coming down from uh, Texas that's uh, uh, 18 years old. Dad left him. 
uh, it went to prison. The, the dad did. Um, single mom raised him, got a relationship with God, and lost. Since the beginning of the year, he's been depressed, uh, doesn't know where to go. Why? As I did some counseling with him, I found out he feels he has no control. Is he going to be like his dad? What's the future look like? Can I do this? Can I do that? Do that? What? What? And he's and so it's causing him to be depressed. And I know a lot of you out there are listening are worried about some things, and it's causing a little bit of depression. And so today we're going to solve that. I'm going to give you the cure, and I want you to take your focus off things you cannot control and stop worrying, preoccupado, and let's start focusing on those things that we can control because that's what leaders do. We focus on those things can we control. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Um, we, uh, you know, as you know, within weeks of, um, of identifying the outbreak, uh, really um, the um, restriction of travel from China reduced travel by 90%. I think that was a very helpful move to uh, prevent more cases from China coming into the United States. student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process. Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is PJ from PJ's Appliance Outlet, your local, family-owned, and operated appliance store. No matter where you live in the Twin Cities, PJ's is worth the drive. We're centrally located in Plymouth. Just this past month, we've had satisfied customers from Maple Grove, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Eden Prairie, Bloomington, all over the Twin Cities. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores by simply providing over-the-top customer service, great quality products at unbeatable prices. PJ's has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You can save hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars on brand new warranted name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers, dishwashers and freezers, top brands like LG, Frigidaire and much more. Come visit our showroom today and ask for PJ, Bob or Jake or visit our website at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com where every deal is a steal. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. We are at a critical time in the fight against the virus. We made a life-saving move with early action on China. Now we must take the same action with Europe. We will not delay. I will never hesitate to take any necessary steps to protect the lives, health, and safety of the American people. I will always put the well-being of America first. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. God, family, country. 
Let me tell you, all of you, if you have family, who would you put first? If there was a stranger or your son or your daughter or your wife, who would you put first? Both have needs. In our country, we got to get off this whole globalism thing, and we are the world, and start taking care of our family. We still serve the world. We're still the shining light on the hill. We got to focus on those things we can control. And that's why it's good to have a leader uh, in charge right now while we're going through this thing, because he's going to put America first. Uh, that's what the whole point of Make America Great Again is. We don't deny the world. We don't uh, stop helping the world. Uh, we don't stop leading the world. Uh, but we should not be dependent on the world, especially those of us who called ourselves children of the risen king, uh, followers of the God of the Bible. Uh, our, our kingdom is not of this world. Uh, so we're supposed to put that kingdom before this kingdom. And that's not America. That's the world kingdom. And so this is straight talk. You may not like it. You know, a pastor friend of mine said a long time ago, if you can't say amen, say ouch. Uh, and sometimes, let's be honest, it's amen and ouch. It's a ouch. Yeah, it's a combination there. But that doesn't de- deny its truth. Just because something hurts doesn't mean it's not true. Matter of fact, can I suggest the opposite? Uh, it was Jesus Christ who said the truth will set you free. But I think it was James or Charles Garfield. I'm not which one of the Garfields it was. But he said the truth will set you free. But first... It's going to make you miserable. Amen. Amen. Ouch. Yeah, you got you to walk through. You got to walk through that ouch or that amen. Amen is just a word of confirmation, just so you know. Amen just means I'm in agreement. Uh, I love words. And so today, I want to gain some agreement with you that you do have control. Not everything, not all things, but some things. And so I want to help you take back control because between the stimulus and the response, there is a space. And in that space is our power. It is our freedom. And fear of the unknown, because fear runs our lives. Look what's going on in the market. Look what's going on in America, around the world. It is fear, pure fear. Don't tell me the devil isn't active. And don't tell me the world system is working to cause a lot of pain, a lot of havoc. Boy, more and more, I'm becoming a bigger Trump supporter because, boy, for the whole world to cause this to happen just to affect uh, someone, maybe the election, it's it's pretty serious. And those of you that are children of God, you need to make sure you're square with God. You need to get yourself right. Get yourself in the word because you understand where we're at. There's nothing to panic about. There's nothing to be afraid about. Matter of fact, it's a great opportunity for you to talk to people and reach out to people because when people are on a sinking boat, they want to be saved. They want to be saved. That's you know it. the thing. Yeah, that thing. That thing that you and I know is God, but Biden started wanting to figure out. He can't remember what it was. Was it God? Was it government? What was it? I don't remember. Oops. Oops, yeah. Fear of the unknown is what's going on, and it's one of the biggest fears out there. We can see it in the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, people are emptying shelves, canceling schools, canceling travel. We're seeing it in our business. You know, the NBA is suspending the season. The stock market right now is down 2,100 points. Uh, airlines are backing up. They're not only canceling travel, but even the travel that's going on is delayed, is backed up. It's sad. So what can we really control? And that's what I want to focus on in this show to give you some power. First of all, I'm going to suggest, I'm going to give you four things that you can control. Number one, our attitudes. And I'm going to tell you, this is so important. And Charles Swindoll, I mean, he has one of the best quotes on attitude. You probably read it, probably heard it. Let Let me remind you of it. It says, the longer I live, the more I realize the impact of attitude on life. Attitude to me is more important than facts. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, or a home. The remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change the past. We cannot change the future. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitudes. And, you know, I, I do it many different ways I, I, in my classes. What I do is I, I have people focus on, on somebody they really respect, someone they look up to, someone that's really impacted their life. And I don't tell them where we're going with it. I do things non-didactively. 
And then I have them list out what are those qualities you most admire about that person? And they all do this individually. And then I bring the group back together. And then I, I create an imaginary chalkboard, big chalkboard. And I draw a line right down the center. I do like a Ben Franklin close, a line right down the center. On the one side, I put skill. On the other side, I put attitude. And then I ask the team collectively, of all those things that you wrote down, of all those things that you most admire about that leader in your life, where do those things fit up there? Do they fit under skill or do they fit under attitude? And I would say 80 to 85% of them all fit under attitude. And then I tell people, you know, one of the things a leader does, a leader is able to, to look at information and then see the story it tells. And so I say, so what does this story tell you? And inevitably, we'll hear this, that attitude's really important. Absolutely. It's absolutely critical. And so then I ask this important question that people have a tough time answering. I said, if it's so important, what is attitude? Think about that. That's a tough one. People say it's in your mindset, it's the way you treat people. And I always say, yep, what else? Yep, what else? Whatever they say. Okay, good. What else? Because I'm actually looking for a certain word. And you heard the word in here, and that word is choice. That's the word. Whose choice? Our choice. How often do we get to choose? Boy, with what's going on in the world today, all the time. There's the last couple days I've woke up in a funk. You know, just, man, it's just so much bitterness, so much angst, so much pain, so much fear. And to me, as a child of God, I'm going to tell you right now, when things don't make sense, it's spiritual. There's no doubt in my mind. This is spiritual. Remember, one of the words, uh, titles of the devil is the prince of the power of the air. How are germs spread? Air. How are you listening to me right now on the radio? They're called airwaves. How are you watching whatever you're watching? Uh, Those are called TV waves. The prince of the power of the air. So you have to control your attitude. And part of it is you got to know whose you are. Those existential questions. Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? And you need to know all those things, but you also need to know whose you are. You know, Dr. Robert Diltz has something called the logical levels. And my background's in neurolinguistic programming, NLP, and it's basically God's instruction manual for the human experience. And there are these things called logical levels. I talk about them a lot. Uh, and it's from the bottom up, it goes like this. It's environment, it's behaviors, it's capabilities, it's belief system and values, it's identity, and it's spirit. Now, because NLP doesn't have a place for God, they're liberal and uh, from the 70s, the Berkeley crowd, because NLP is all about quantification. How do you know? How, what are the coordinates? And since you can't put God in a box and you can't know all there is to know about God, I always say, how do you take the Pacific Ocean and put it in a Dasani water bottle? No, you can't. How do you take the things of God and put them in a finite mind of man? But why do you need to know the logical levels? Because for the longest time, there was only five levels. It was just environment, behaviors, capabilities, BS, which is values, belief system values, and then identity. Why does that matter? You got to understand logically why that matters. Because Einstein has a quote that for years perplexed me. Einstein said you can never solve a problem at the same level it was created at. And that makes no sense until you know what the logical levels are. And these are this is based on the work of Dr. Gre- uh, Gregory Bateson. I think it's called Ecology of Mind. It's a tome. If you're looking for easy reading, don't, oh, don't open Ecology of Mind. And it scientifically breaks down the human experience. And here's the problem. If it stops at you. You're in big trouble because what happens when you have a problem with you? What happens when you have a problem with your identity? What happens you, when you have a problem with who you're supposed to be? There's no level above you. And so that's why you must go to the level above you, and that is spirit. Uh, for us, we know it's the God of the Bible. Uh, some of you listen out there are Muslim. Uh, you believe it's Allah, uh, the God of Islam. And I believe for a lot of you out there, we're most likely praying to the same God. Uh, boy, I've met some people, uh, we've seen the terrorists on 9-11, uh, they're praying to a totally different God. I study the Quran, 94 ayats about Isa al-Masir. The Quran tells uh, followers of Islam that sometimes their best friend can be a Christian, when if they're not sure of the signs, 
than they are to ask the people of the previous books. In other words, Christians, people of the Bible. That's what the Quran says. Now, the Hadith uh, gives you the you know the, all the virgins and uh, you know kill people that don't agree with the infidels. That's from the Hadith. Those are the traditions of men. And I hate to tell you, it's no different uh, than some things in Catholicism, some things in Mormonism, some things in Seventh-day Adventists. These are all religions. Man's attempt to be good enough for God. Uh, if you don't know what that is, go to Genesis 12, 10. Genesis 10. And you'll meet a man by the name of Nimrod. And I guarantee you today, if someone called you a Nimrod, it would not be a compliment, right? In man's attempt, to get, he was the first leader of Babylon. And that was where the Garden of Eden was, was in Babylon. And he wanted to build the Tower of Babel. Remember that, Tower of Babel? Why? Because he was going to go up and tell God how displeased he was. See, that's what all religion is. It's man's attempt to be good enough to God, to get to God. Uh, and that's why I'm a Christian. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. And so today we're talking about what are those things you can control. One is attitude, but the next two I will reveal in the next segment. Talk to you in three minutes. Uh, one of his top domestic policy advisors and speechwriters right. uh, was a driving force in writing this speech, and I think it's going to smack. Uh, it's going to come across to a lot of Americans as smacking of uh, xenophobia. training put on by Tony Robbins and Zig Ziglar, but I've never walked away with a growth experience like I did with the Leadership Awakening. Are you stuck in a rut? Have you leveled life's undulating line and flatlined your hopes and dreams? The time is now to attend Leadership Awakening with Mr. Black. Not since my ranger training in the U.S. Army have I been pushed to see and feel the abilities I have to live life to the fullest. During this three-day life boot camp, you will clean up your thinking and restart your heart, helping you have the passion and enthusiasm your life's been missing. My heart was spiritually mended. I'm excited about living my life like it matters. By far the best 46 hours I've ever spent. Graduates leave Leadership Awakening refocused with the biggest feeling of self-confidence and a renewed passion and enthusiasm for their business and their personal lives. Call now and commit to giving and getting more from life. 817-502-1554 or email me at mr.black at likeitmatters.net That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. We are there, day one, with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime. We are there as you grow, protecting you and those you love. And we are there as you start your next chapter. We are with you through life's journey. We are Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Join the Freedom Insider Fan Club this month for a chance to win a copy of our Regnery Book of the Month, Grace Cancelled, How Outrage is Destroying Lives, Ending Debate, and Endangering Democracy. Sign up at freedom1570.com. Here's a real student testimonial from Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training. The way we met Scott was through an answered prayer. We had a, uh, a business associate who recommended a leadership training process Initially, you know, I had been through uh, just a series of all kinds of leadership training and felt like I had been trained as much as I possibly could. You know, we went and went hesitantly. But the one thing, it would have to be consistent with my faith. And uh, it was your awakening class. And uh, that class was absolutely not only uh, the the answer to prayers, uh, business, but personally. It gave us the tools and it gave us the foundation to be able to really formalize and verbalize our values. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
It's been said over and over again uh, that you cannot trust this president. Uh, not only is he a liar, he does not believe in anything scientific. Uh, so the president of the United States cannot be relied upon. Uh, someone said he needs to be quiet. He needs to shut his mouth. And he should do that and allow CDC and um, NIH and others to deal with this issue and to help us through it. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And let me quote Jesus Christ behind me, Satan. (laughs) Boy, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world. And what I want to do is bring you some sanity. That's why we do this radio show. It's called An Hour of Power. Every single day, I want to help you process. I want to help you think in a, in a logical way. You don't have to agree with me. You don't have to think like me, but at least be able to give a logical reason for why you believe what you believe. And today, I want to give you back some power. Between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. And so we want to focus in on those things we can control. We can control our attitude. You know what else we can control? Our BS. Now, I'm not talking about the cow patties in the fields in Texas. That's not the BS I'm talking about. I'm talking about belief system. That's what I'm talking about. And one thing, if you, I've walked with 20,000 people intimately. One thing I learned a long time ago, nobody responds to reality. Now, I didn't say there was no reality. Don't make up stuff I didn't say. I said nobody responds to reality. What we respond to is our map of reality. We do. We, you don't respond to what someone says or does if you study transactional analysis. You study, I mean, you respond to your narrative about it. Remember, the mind is six times faster than we can talk. So there's a stimulus and a response. But the stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens is because our mind is so fast, we automatically, after someone says something or does something, we go to what we know. And so we see something, usually from our past. Or we say or remember something from our past. Or we feel And then based on that narrative, based on that explanation of what the stimulus was or why it was, then we respond to that. So people aren't responding to what I'm saying and doing. They're responding to what they believe I'm saying or doing. And it sounds the same. It's not even close. You know, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, we we become what we think about all day long. Walt Disney said, if you can dream it, you can do it. Napoleon Hill said, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Norman Vincent Peale said, change your thoughts and you change your world. Wayne Dyer says, you see it when you believe it. And there's something out there called the law of attraction. If you ever read that silly book uh, called The Secret, you know, it lost me, you know, when, you know, whenever you focus on that's what happens. And then it went on to say, well, if you have a bad thought or if you have a bad, something bad happens to you in your life, it's because you had bad thoughts. And I'm like, oh, yeah, 8 million Jews had bad thoughts during World War That's just stupid. The Bible says clearly rain falls on the saved and the unsaved. Uh, the sun shines on the righteous and the unrighteous. You know, that's what it says. The, what you got to realize is you control your belief systems. Well, when my uh, daughter was young, Faith, when she was uh, preteen, I think 10, 11, I don't remember the exact time, I was dating this woman, uh, and she had a teenage daughter. And she would sneak out. She had a boyfriend out there having sex and doing other stuff they shouldn't be doing. And we would get in fights about it. And one day she said to me, uh, wait, all teenagers do that. Wait till Faith gets that age. She'll do it too. And she was out of my life forever. Not Faith. This girl. Because I was not going to adopt her belief system and make my daughter a teenage prostitute. Just wasn't going to do it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up Roger Bannister. On May 6, 1954, Britain's Roger Bannister hits the tape to become the first person to break the four-minute mile in Oxford, England. Think about that. And there was a group of people with his arch competitor, John Landy. And so John Landy, 45 days later, broke the four-minute mile. And then within a year, it's hard to get exact data, somewhere between 23 uh, and 100 people broke the four-minute mile. And then after both of them had done that, they had the race of the century. The first two sub-four-minute runners coming close together to, to, to run against each other at the Empire Games in Vancouver. The race became known as a miracle mile. 
Landy led for most of the race. Bannister close behind. Then at the final turn, Landy looked over his left shoulder to check where Bannister was, and the British runner overtook the Australian on the right, and both men finished in under four minutes, but Bannister was the winner. A bronze statue of the moment Landy glanced around now stands outside the Pacific National Exhibition in Vancouver. And Landy once joked that while Lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt for looking back, I am probably the only one ever turned into bronze for looking back. And I want you to think about that. And if you don't know what he's talking about, go to Genesis 19. Tells the story of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Lot, Abraham's nephew, lived in Sodom with his family. His daughters were engaged uh, to local men. Lot was sitting on the gate of Sodom, the area where financial and judicial transactions took place. It was a great place to live. Lots of money, lots of fame, lots of uh, pleasure going on. And two angels came up and said, uh, hey, uh, um, we're, we're, we're emptying this place. We're destroying it. And they said, hey, we want you to get you guys out of here. So the angels made sure Lot, his wife, his two daughters left before God destroyed the city. This is Genesis 19. As they fled, the angels warned them, escape for your life. Do not look behind you. Do not stay anywhere in the valley. Escape to the mountains or you will be swept away. Lot ran, his daughters close behind, but his wife from behind him looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Which brings us to our next thing we can focus on. I mean, we can control. And that is our focus. We have to control our focus. And that's why I tell you, turn off CNN, turn off MSNBC. I'm going to suggest to you, watch as little news as you have to. Watch enough to, to know what's going on, and then turn it off. Why? Because we move in the direction of our focus. The good Lord put the eyes in the front of our face. So we look in the direction we are moving, and we move in the direction we are looking. And in the unconscious brain, we call this the reticular activating system, the RAS. It is the brain's focal center. It is actually our remote control, if you think about it. You know, your TV is actually called a tuner. And when you focus that little thing in your hand at the tuner, it changes the frequency that it's tuned to, which gives you a different channel. And so whatever you focus it on, you see more often. I tell a story all the time when my wife was pregnant. Uh, she was amazed at how many more people were pregnant at the same time she was. She wasn't. There weren't more people pregnant. It wasn't the end of World War II. It was just that now that she was with child, her reticular activating system was focused on it. And so wherever they popped up, they saw them. She saw the, the babies. She saw the pregnant women. You got to realize. And some of us have a tendency to put our remote control to hand it over to the world. And the world will focus on the Life Ain't No Fair channel, right? The whole privilege movement, right? The whole privilege movement, the whole, uh, all that. Life ain't no fair. The, the Me Too movement, uh, the let's destroy all men movement, right? It's because it, it comes from being on the Life Ain't No Fair channel. That person has more than me. That person had more opportunity. It was harder for me to get here than they were, and that ain't no fair. And for those that don't go to Life Ain't No Fair channel, or maybe additionally they go to Life Is Hard channel, and everything they see, they see through the film and the fr frame of everything is hard. And I'm going to tell you right now, stay off those two channels. Now, I'm not going to disagree with those two statements, though. If you study the Bible like I do, you'll know two things. Number one, life ain't no fair. And life is hard. Matter of fact, the Bible talks about there's two paths out there. One is hard. One is easy. One is wide. One is narrow. One has a lot of people on them, and one has few people on them. One's leading to destruction. And one's leading to life everlasting. And those roads are coming to an end soon. So you better figure out which road you're on. And so life is hard. Life ain't no fair. So we just got to put our big boy pants on and deal with it. Big girl pants on. But don't focus on it. See, we have a tendency to focus on what we don't want instead of what we do want. And that's how your reticular activating system works. It does not pick up negative programming. So when you focus in on what you don't want, you actually create it. Like if I was backing up a truck inside of a building and there was something behind me that I did not want to hit, what must I keep my field of vision on all the time? That thing I did not want to hit. So when you focus on what you don't want, I don't want to be in a dead end marriage. I don't want to be uh, working for a company that doesn't respect me. Whatever it is, you actually create that. Just wipe off the don't. You tell a child, don't spill the milk. Ding! In the back of their unconscious mind, there's spilt milk, and then we, they get nervous, and what do they do? They spill the milk, and then we yell at them. 
don't spill the milk. And that always works, right? Doesn't that always work? It's always so useful, but we still do it anyways. And so I want you to realize, I used to believe, I worked with tens of thousands of people intimately. I used to believe that people were looking for a reason why, why, but they're looking for a reason why not. And this all equates the level of hope you have. Hope allows for peace. And let's be honest, a lot of people wishing for world peace. And we'll never have world peace if we can't have individual peace. So when you have peace, when you focus on those things you can control, and you do something about it. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Until we talk again, bye-bye. As history has proven time and time again, Americans always rise to the challenge and overcome adversity. Our future remains brighter than anyone can imagine. Acting with compassion and love, we will heal the sick. An important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-727-9105. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. 800-727-9105. Ringing. Liberty.